Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a show that is so dangerous, Facebook says you shouldn't be able to watch it. And now your host, Max McGuire. Welcome back. Second hour of the podcast. Did a little digging. Reason we are down on Facebook is because we showed Laurel Hubbard, the transgender, super brave, super, super brave, biological male, transition female, weightlifter we showed that clip and because we showed that clip the olympics decided to take us down even though that was completely in fair use so that's fun i guess it's better to be taken down now now we can just show other things from the olympics i guess um people saying they don't want to watch the olympics i don't want to watch the olympics either though there are some really good heartwarming stuff in the olympics there was a moment of an italian and a uh qatari uh was it high jump high jumpers um where they were just going going against each other over and over and over again neither of them could clear so they decided to share the gold together really heartwarming there was another situation of a of a girl 17 year old in alaska who won gold in a swimming meet and there were clips uh, from her hometown in alaska of people just going nuts right i mean that's what you want to see with the olympics that's what you want to see when you turn on the olympics what you don't want to see is you don't want to see woke bullshit you don't. And that's the same reason I don't watch the NFL anymore. I don't watch NFL games because I have to deal with enough politics, talking to all of you, doing everything with Conserve Daily. I don't want politics seeping into and infecting my pastimes. I was happy with baseball, and all of a sudden last year they started putting BLM on the mound. So I, I walked away from baseball. Right? <laughs> I, I don't have a whole lot of pastimes left, so I've taken up a lot of a lot of little extra hobbies. Like I run a fish store out of my garage now because I don't watch football anymore. <laughs> and the crazy thing is it's profitable. It makes no sense. I don't, I don't watch, I'm not watching the Olympics this year because of how woke and, and out of control it's gotten. So I want to talk about the wokeness and the out of controlness and we can talk about other things too. But first I want to replay that clip of biological male to transition female, Laurel Hubbard. This is someone we talked about at length on the podcast multiple times a male weightlifter professional like like competing against other male males decides just to transition become a female and start competing against the girls <clears throat> now while i'm sure that there are some sports where, some, where someone who has lived their adult life as a male and all of a sudden started competing against girls i'm sure there are some sports where if they start competing in the girls sport they wouldn't do well one example would probably be, believe it or not, gymnastics, male gymnastics and, and women's gymnastics, very different in terms of skill sets. Yeah, I'm sure there, that men could compete in some of the different things that the women do, but uh, it's, it's a very different skill set. It really is. Um, but in terms of weightlifting, it, it becomes very obvious when a man competes against a woman in weightlifting or combat sports. It becomes very, very obvious. So, well, we predicted would be one of two things either laurel hubbard biological man became a woman either let's be let's be respectful guys either she would wipe the floor with all the women or she would get dominated and lose and we'd be able to say that the first male to compete in weightlifting got beaten by a bunch of, of women i mean either way it's a it's Either way, it's a good story for conservatism. Let me explain why. We've wanted this moment for a while. 
unfortunately, the outcome that we got probably means this is going to keep going. Frankly, it would have been much better for the fight against this trans BS in, in sports. It would have been much better for Laurel Hubbard to have won considerably because then we could have looked around and said, hey, this is what happens when men compete with girls, men compete with women. This is what happens. This is what happens when someone who's a man their entire life just switches genders and starts lifting heavy things. Very obvious. Unfortunately for Laurel Hubbard and for my plan to use this as a jumping point to explain how ridiculous the whole thing is, Laura Hubbard is not very good at weightlifting. Laura Hubbard is not very good at weightlifting. And Laura Hubbard lost almost instantaneously. She did three lifts and she failed in all three lifts. Apparently the second lift was close, but they ruled it was a no lift. All three lifts she failed. She was out. So the women were able to compete against other women, devoid of testosterone getting in the way. And no, contrary to what you might see on... <laughs> on Babylon B, it was not a, test a testicle injury that got in the way of Laurel Hubbard's dominance. That is just satire. Not real. Maybe, but not real. I want to play this so you can see what happened. This is Laurel Hubbard, biological male, competing against the women in the Olympics and not doing a very good job. Let's play cut number three. This is a must lift. And, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, No, it's gone oh. out the back door. What uh, a shame. Yeah, what a, a shame. shame. <clears throat> that's a real shame. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know how to feel about this. Because, obviously, it's patently unfair for a biological male to compete against women in weightlifting. When for their entire when listen, this wasn't just a guy who became decided to transition and said, Hey, I'm gonna try out weightlifting. No, this is a male who was a professional weightlifter deciding, hey, I'm gonna transition and then be a female weightlifter. So are we happy? Are are we happy that that Laurel Hubbard lost? Yeah, because that means the girls, the women, get to compete uh in a fair manner, right? They don't have to compete against the biological men. Yes, I'm ultimately happy. As I said earlier, part of me, part of me wished we just get this out of the way. Part of me wishes that she would have just dominated, dominated, and and we'd be able to show the farce for what it is. That's part of what I want. Her to be able to dominate the competition and once and for all on a world stage show how ridiculous it is for biological males to compete against women. More than white noise say, I don't think it's funny to celebrate anyone's losses. I'm not celebrating her losses. Their losses. Frankly, she shouldn't have even been there. They shouldn't have even been there, whatever their preferred pronoun is. Whatever. Uh, they Laurel Hubbard should not have even been there. She shouldn't have. Biological men should not compete against women in the Olympics. So, yeah, I say her. I'm. It's, it's so freaking annoying. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm referring as biological man turns women. I, I say it wrong once and Facebook just says, nope, nope, out. So I don't know. We're, we're going to have to wait for this moment where we can just point out to everyone how ridiculous it is. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't come yet, but we're going to have to wait for that. Other news from the Olympics. We're not going to spend a lot of time on the Olympics today. Other news from the Olympics. Go ahead. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. 
the women's national team, the woke women's national team, will no longer be able to compete for gold or silver. They have now been sent to the bronze medal match after losing to Canada. This is um, this is another one of those things. Usually you want to root for the United States, but it's amazing how natural it has been to root against the American team. It's a weird feeling. I, I, it's, I've never done it before. But to, to see a headline like this say, huh, well, serves them right. It just it feels so unnatural. It really, really does. So we have that. And then we have one more. We don't have to talk about the Olympics. I mean, there was another person who protested on the metal, um, protested on the metal uh, podium. She's now getting investigated. Um, we don't have to talk about it. People don't. You guys aren't interested in talking about it. That's fine. Then call in 888-441-1121. If you don't want to talk about the Olympics, we'll talk about something else. But you got to call in. Otherwise, you're just complaining and then not calling in. So, I mean, there's lots to talk about. We can talk about um, the ATF guy. He's he's literally, um, he's literally, oh, Dos Signata says wants, she wants me to talk uh, conspiracies with Mandy. Mandy, are you there? Josh, you're Mandy. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was from the, the one time where your, uh, your little uh, Chiron was Mandy instead of Josh. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. And what I'm, is what I'm doing inappropriate? Well, bring on. Where's Josh Cam? It's. I was reading something. There we Actually, go. I was cleaning my teeth out. Or that's whatever. nice. I'm just making that up. That's nice. Sorry, I was looking over Chuck um, Schumer's stuff on Twitter just to see what they were all up to today. And <laughs> oh, they're, they're all blaming <laughs> all yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. That's what does. That's what tends yeah. to happen. Um, so yeah, we, we were going to talk about the Olympics, but we've kind of said everything we need to. There's wokeness. It's not it's worth talking about. The woke people are losing. A lot of people um, aren't. A lot of people aren't watching. A lot of people aren't tuning in, even yeah. though it's on Peacock. And people, you know, I've had some folks say that you know it's on Peacock, so we're not going to see that data or whatever. But you know, it's free with most cable providers now. And then, I, I would say if Peacock was doing really well with its ratings, they would be trumpeting that to the world, right? They'd want everyone to know that Peacock's number one for Olympics, and that we've had the biggest audience ever. They'd let us know, but they haven't, right? So why yeah. are they being so quiet on the ratings? That's Just a good saying. point. It's a good. I mean, they would tell us, That's man. Everybody tells you when they're number one. They do it all the time. But if you're not oh, doing yeah. well, you just kind of look the other yeah. way and see what Nancy Pelosi's up to. Which is likely the same reason that the Democrats aren't releasing their fundraising numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't done that in a few <laughs> months, right? <laughs> they Since, haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Which I haven't uh, done that in a while. Plus, Trump just put out a press release saying he's he's raised more than ever before, right? He had like an eighty-one yeah. million dollar month last month or something like that, which was outrageous. Yeah. And I was like, "Holy smoke!" See, that's the kind of stuff people always want to report about. But if you're not reporting, yeah, hmm, who knows what yeah. what's going on? Sorry, I didn't realize I was Mandy earlier. I didn't know. Yeah, I you're Mandy. There was a brief moment where instead of producer Josh, your your Chiron said Mandy. And yeah. So now everyone refers yeah. to you as Mandy. That's devastating, um, but okay, great. I mean, I'm glad to so, know. It. <laughs> it's good to know that you're it's Mandy before right. I start Everybody. calling you Mandy. That's right. Um, so, what are you seeing, Josh? I mean, we could talk about we can do more conspiracy theories because I know you got uh -huh. those in your pocket. There, well, well, um, well, some right. I was just trying to think of one that I had on the top of my head this morning. It was mostly about um, uh, the eviction moratorium stuff because you know if. 
the government gets into the game of paying people for their housing, how long before they try to take over all the housing, right? And that's the one that I'm seeing right now. It's because you're going to see all this big push in the House and the Senate saying that we've got to do something for people. They have to be given some sort of housing, right? We've already given them a trillion dollars in relief. Why can't we just give them free housing? And then what, yeah. why, why are you allowed to own property that other people rent? I mean, that's, that just sounds evil to them. So I, I really feel like there's going to be a huge push for anybody with rental properties to either give them up or to start giving them out at you know, discounted rates or maybe even the Fed step in and just take the property. Yeah. But why, I didn't that's, think the federal government was allowed to own anything. The, the federal government owns a lot, a lot of things. I mean... There's a lot of like federally controlled land. Um, well, there's that, yeah. But when it comes to private <clears throat> property and going into the housing business, I mean, they had no business getting into the healthcare business about eight yeah, years ago. I mean, but they did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are there are usually not federal housing. Usually, HUD doesn't own the housing, but sometimes they do. They do. Um, right? How does that work? Because it, it, it just magically goes into HUD. But then, what about Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and all that stuff? They, yeah, I mean, they were buying stuff up, and they're government agency and why were they buying yeah. all those mortgages in 08 oh no it, there's sense. a rabbit hole in all of it have you yeah, seen the other say. news today which one um, the the new theory i don't want to call it a conspiracy theory because just it's just a theory is that we're going to have a new lockdown soon yeah i, I i've heard that one <laughs> I, I have some friends that live in australia and they had theirs and you know government always thinks look to what the rest of the world's doing to see how we can trample on people's rights and that one comes up a lot so I so we've seen ammunition flying off the shelves even faster than it was the normal the last couple months oh yeah guns are flying off the shelves even faster than previous if you go to my screen this is from jack posobic um put out today white house official this am biden's lockdown speech being drawn up this week they're playing to make it sound like one of the most solemn in history real bush on the night of 9 11 type stuff would start stocking up if I were y'all. Ooh, that one's terrifying. It is. It is terrifying because I am off next week. Yeah. I'm on vacation, taking my first vacation like, ever. Not years? ever. I, 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 I took like a vacation that. like yeah. five years ago. Yeah. Um, so I won't be on the podcast. I might, I might be able to jump on if there's like big breaking news or some kind of t- catastrophe. But the idea of me being on the other side of the country... And Biden just declares I'm not allowed to come home. Yeah, that'd be some uh, stuff, wouldn't it? Yeah. And it's the kind of thing you don't want to just, like, believe it, right? I, I need more than just this. Hyperbole from people about it, yeah. More than this. I mean, there's there's other things going around that it's designed to line up with the symposium that Mike Lindell is putting on. Oh. That's well, the other well, that, 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 I, I think that's more, of, that's more beyond theory, and that's more into conspiracy theory. Yeah, I mean, it's entirely possible they could do a lockdown. The idea of them doing a lockdown just to stop the symposium, which will be almost entirely live streamed. The only people there when we had Mike Lindell on, mm-hmm. the only people he was inviting there were reporters. Yeah. And, and experts. He said the general public couldn't go to it. So it seems to me a little bit a, a little shaky of a of a theory that they're going to lock down the entire country to stop the symposium. But again, wouldn't put it past anyone. Yeah. Just seems other, a little crazier. The other one on my horizon was the uh, national uh, mandate for the vaccine. I mean, that yeah, one's that really is... starting to scare me, right? At, at what 
I mean, yeah. the government trying to say that I no longer have a choice in my health care is, is that that's the most terrifying one. The second is, yeah. you know, there's some people who do not trust that vaccine. They don't have to take it. If it's my body, it's my choice. And if the government tries to take that away, I think that will probably be the last piece before you would see people start, you know, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying people would start taking matters in their own hands because there's only yeah. so far you can start pushing people before they just, they don't allow it anymore. Yeah. And if you go to my screen, if you go to my screen, this isn't even conspiracy. This is just theory because the head of the CDC went on Brett Baer's show, mm -hmm. special report, and she said, quote, we're looking into a federal vaccine Which mandate. Terrifying. We're looking into it. That means looking into it means we've already drafted yeah. one. And now we're just Brett going Baer over the said, language. Are you for mandating a vaccine on a federal level? And she said, that's something that I think the administration is looking into. I think. Please. It's something that I think we're looking to see approval of from the vaccine. Overall, I think in general, I'm all for more vaccination, but I have nothing further to say on that except that we're looking into those policies. I mean, that's not even conspiracy theory. She just went on television and said we're looking into a federal mandate. Wow. J Josh, are, are you are you making people moderators? I accidentally did that. I was trying to get rid of the one. Hey, I'm trying to do two things at once. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. What, what did dirty avocado do to you? Oh, uh, you don't, I don't like dirty avocados. They turn brown. They kind of all. Oh, he said, y'all are scared of silly. He said, y'all are scared of silly stuff. Yeah. I, For a brief moment, dirty avocado was a moderator, Josh. Yeah, which was terrifying. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, let's make sure that we don't make the people we're banning moderators. <laughs> Well, I was, any, trying no, not to. I was trying not to, <laughs> but I'm trying to press buttons and click things and talk at the same time. I know, time. but those two things are as far apart on the, on the spectrum of Absolutely. what we want. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they make the list so narrow. It's, you know, they're right next yeah. to each other between moderator yeah. and, and take a time out. <laughs> it's like the difference of we're going to trespass you from the property or we're going to hand over the deed. <laughs> Here's the keys. We're making coffee. <laughs> Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize you saw that so fast, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Oh no, I see, I see everything. <laughs> I see everything. Right. Yeah, there's a, there's so only Trump, a few times we have to ban people for stuff. Yeah. So Trump did put out a statement. I guess we can read that. Go Let's ahead, put see. up my screen. Um, this is a statement. Let me make it so people can see it because Josh's camera's a little bit big. Um, if I were president right now with COVID raging, raging back, people being shot and killed in record numbers all over our cities, and the border totally open with criminals and heavily infected COVID people pouring through our southern border and into our communities, the fake news media would be ap would be having an absolute field day. Oh yeah. When I left office, law enforcement was supported like never before. The border was strong, safe, and secure, the best ever. And I got a highly effective vaccine developed in less than nine months when it was supposed to take five years or more. Hopefully, people will never forget. That's a statement from. Mr. President, Donald T. J. Trump. That's right. 45. Did you, did you hear? This is not a conspiracy theory. This is real news. Over the weekend, Donald Trump was meeting with his former cabinet members at one of his golf courses, planning out 2022 and 2024. Interesting. Yeah, that's real. That's real. So while Joe Biden is taking hmm. his nap time, Donald Trump is literally meeting with his previous cabinet preparing for another run and people leaving they said we can't we can't discuss what's going on at these meetings but what they said is we wouldn't be having these meetings if we weren't looking at something very significant in 2024 absolutely which is fair i mean because donald trump busy man 
and he plans ahead by years. I mean, he thinks oh, yeah. he's got a long game like people wouldn't believe. He'd been planning 2016 since the 1980s. Yeah. I mean, he <laughs> wanted to run for president for a long time. And I mean, there was that time during, I wanted to say it was like during the 8990, like right after the first Gulf War that he had started making some headway and wanting to run for president. And people thought yeah. it was just like a joke. You know, what does this guy that runs a bunch of casinos and hotels and boxing matches want to do with running the country? But didn't realize how they good we had it for the last four years until we get something else, which has been less than a year and we have the highest so, inflation ever or it close to. So I want to show you how Ooh. MSNBC reported the news of Trump meeting with cabinet members. Yeah. Trump meeting with non-existent cabinet members. And they say to hear Mark Meadows tell it, Trump is a fully engaged president meeting with cabinet members. It's unlikely to make, it's likely to make unhinged conspiracy theories worse. Mm. Mm. So they are trying to claim that it didn't happen or that they're not real. CNN has an equally disturbing one. Trump meeting with his cabinet, and then they put in parentheses, despite not having one. No, President Trump had a cabinet. They're no longer in control of the different aspects of federal government. But it is not uncommon for presidents to meet with vice presidents after leaving office. He's meeting with the people who were in his administration. Right, those who were closest to him the whole time. Yeah. So when when Barack... (laughs) When Hillary Clinton would meet with Joe Biden in 2016, no, there were no headlines claiming that Joe Biden didn't exist as a vice president, right? They never said that. Um, but no, oh. it's just the headlines are insane. And that shows you they are afraid. Yeah. Why would they be reporting right away that this didn't happen? That's like damage control over well, things Well, no, they're saying they're it happened, of. but they're, they're trying to fact check the cabinet. Oh. Mark Meadows said he's meeting with his cabinet. But still, I mean, and they're it, trying to fact check that. Jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're, well, I mean, they're afraid. What, why would you? I mean, that's like propaganda news at its finest, right? Report on something, but put your own spin yeah. on it. I mean, I'm, I'm having a hard time believing that that's real journalism. I mean, it feels yeah, feels like fake news to me. But I can't say that because the masters of the universe will say that I can't determine what's fake news or not. Yeah. I mean, they well, did we can go earlier. back to my screen. More news from Cuomo in New York. This comes from Gateway Pundit. Governor Cuomo calls Saw on private that. businesses to switch to vaccine-only admission. Vaccine-only admission. Easiest way to tear society apart is to create factions. And if those factions happen to be placed on or the criteria is you have to have this vaccine or not, man, you're going to have two groups of people fighting at each other. We have the vaccinated yeah. who will feel like they've done some... You know, the, the holier than thou, or they're they're doing the right thing, and the unvaccinated who feel like they're free, but both sides will will hate each other, right? Why do you get more rights for yeah. having the vax, and why don't I have rights, and you shouldn't have rights because you don't have the vaccine? Let's talk about that. We've talked about this on our own a lot off the air. I think mm-hmm. the last time we talked about this was a year and a half ago. The last time we talked about factionalism was when the yeah. podcast wasn't even a video podcast. No, no, we and, were just and. Yeah. and and Joe was just not there one day. It was mm-hmm. back when we were doing a weekly podcast and you just stepped in and talked about it. Let, let's talk about faction, factionalism. Explain to everyone what factions are because it's something that the founders were deathly afraid of. Oh, absolutely. That, that f- different factions were formed and that they would, they would end up hurting the country. Absolutely. Well, I, I, so a faction is just like a, a group 
with a dissenting opinion, right, from another group, or you just got these groups that have uh, like a religion or an idea that happens to compose that group, and it's in like a um, complete opposition to another, right? And then these groups will try to battle out for like resources or uh, government or law or whatever, you know, they feel like they've got to take over, right? And factions generally don't do well when you have a large country because what it does is it divides your whole population, you know? You, as a good example, um, they destroyed the Native Americans with factions, right? You had the treaty versus non-treaty reservations. You had group versus group. You had Plains versus Pueblo, right? They would they would find all these things to try to create to cause groups to fight each other over. And factionalism is horrible. I mean, it's it's how you destroy large cultural groups. It is it's part of the playbook. So usually, factions are naturally forming. Can be. So because because people understand that they just people naturally have opinions and they naturally tend to gravitate towards people of similar opinions it gets a little scary when the government is creating factions and and not only creating them but using the media to tell you you're right based on those ideas in that faction yeah now that is an extraordinarily scary situation because when the third reich rose what was the first thing the Nazis started to do? They went after banking. They started going yeah. after healthcare. And then they started picking a boogeyman. So you would have two major groups going after each other. And the Germans went after anyone yeah. of Jewish descent, right? That was an easy group to pick. They were in control of the banks at the time. I mean, they had a lot of the economy that was humming through. I mean, there was no economy at that time in Germany. But, you know, they were the ones that were still trying to prop it up. Yeah. And they became a boogeyman. And that's all factions do is you make yeah. your the person of the opposing faction so scary that you do everything in your power to make sure that you get either get rid of them or they just disappear on their own or you starve them or whatever. Yeah. So I highly recommend if, if you haven't already, even if you read it a long time ago, the Federalist Papers are great because the Federalist Papers give you a, a, a top down look into the, the rationale behind the different ways that the Constitution could be formed. And there's one specific Federalist paper written by Madison. Um, it's Federalist 10. If you go to my screen, Mr. Bruce, we're not going to read the whole thing because it's very yeah, it's long. It's big. It's very long. But 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 the title is The Union as a Safeguard Against Domestic Faction and Insurrection. And generally, what Madison and, and other founders settled on is that factions are natural. Factions will happen no matter what. There will be political parties. There will be special interest groups. There will be people who come down on one side of an issue and people who come down on another side of the issue. The goal of government should not be to um, remove factions, but to control them. And this is the this is the quote that I'm always referring to whenever I'm talking to people about factions. The inference inference to which we are brought is that the causes of faction cannot be removed and that relief is only to be sought in the means of controlling its effects. Hmm. So one example is they devise the Constitution, the federal government, to be a system of government that's very hard for a simple majority just to control. It's very hard for – so if you have a faction that has 51% of the population, it's very hard for that 51% of the population just to ruin the lives of the 49%, right? Alexis de Tocqueville would later refer to this as the tyranny of the majority, and you should definitely re read Democracy in America by, by Tocqueville. Very good stuff. Um, he remarked about how the founders went out of their way to make sure that factions would not be able to exert an undue influence over government and be able to abolish the rights of minority factions because factionism, factionalism is, is natural. But when you have interests 
deliberately dividing people into different camps for the purposes of pitting one against the other, that's when you get into very dangerous territory because that is not a naturally forming faction of people just looking at an issue and coming down on different sides of it. That is powerful people deciding that they want to pit one against the other. And I'm, of course, talking about our good friend, friend of the show, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Fauci. if you put up my screen. Fauci, an old quote, not that old actually, from last month, late June. Fauci predicts there could be, quote, two Americas, end quote, between vaccinated and unvaccinated zones. Now, it is important to mention, it is important to mention that the fact checkers have already declared that Fauci didn't say what he said. That he didn't talk about two Americas. Actually, if you, if you take it down for a second, I can pull up the fact checkers because I just had to go past it. Um, sure, go ahead, put it back up. Fauci says that there will be two Americas, one for the vaccinated, one for the unvaccinated. I mean, I just read you the quote. Which is, they rate that as mo- mostly false, <laughs> even though it's what he said. Um, <laughs> it's what he said. Yeah. There will likely have to be two vaccinated, one, two Americas, one between vaccinated areas and one between unvaccinated areas. Um, what he's talking about is a system where benefits and punishments, right? Where one part of the country, I mean, just look at the CDC's latest mask guidance. They didn't recommend that vaccinated people wear masks indoors everywhere. They recommended that, that vaccinated people wear masks in places of what high transmission. Yeah. Or even indoors now around your kids was the other one. They were starting to even change those recommendations as they were going. That was just yesterday. And just to show you what high transit transmission looks like and put up my screen again, this is the map. This is the map. So basically anything north of the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> oh, we can't use that anymore. Oh, you can't use that anymore. That's can't use that anymore. Anything, anything north of DC is pretty much good to go except for New Jersey. And I can yeah. say this as a New, New Jersey born and raised. Jersey. They deserve this. They, they deserve this classification. <laughs> Lots of diseases spread in New Jersey. Lots of diseases. The thing is, is uh, that once you have these vaccines and stuff like that, how are you going to prove you got the vaccine? You're going to have to carry around papers? Am I going to have to carry around yeah. proof with a card saying I got my vaccination? Am I going to be given a card saying I'm unvaccinated? Would that be the other one? And every time I get pulled over, do I have to present my vaccination status first, then my driver's license? I mean, where, where does this stuff end? You know, And we, we know we're already yeah. in databases for that stuff. They know who is and who isn't. It just so so let's uh go back to my screen. I want to show you how ridiculous this is. And Tucker mentioned a little bit of this of this. I'm not sure which exact county he mentioned, but so the red places are where the CDC has declared you do not have the right to go maskless. And if you live in red, then you should always all be forced to mask up. Not all of Texas, but most of heavily populated Texas. Right, Louisiana. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look at all. It's like the whole uh, South. Yeah. Um, so I want to look at one thing right here. Let's see if I can find it again. Uh, where are you? Umatilla County, Umatilla County, Oregon. You go to Umatilla County, Oregon, and I might be mispronouncing that. I'm sorry if I am. They say level of community transmission is high. I want to show you the COVID deaths from Umatilla, Oregon. Hmm. This is Umatilla County, Oregon. This is this graph. I'll move it up so people can see it. Um, cause Josh's screen is a little bit big. They had one death. Um, in July 21st and 22nd. And then you have to go all the way back to what? To February 18th? 
to find another wow. death. And this is a region they're, they're in the where high the CDC category? now claims. Yeah, they, they, they are the high transmission. This is an area where the CDC says you must wear a mask no matter how many antibodies you have in you because of high transmission. When you actually go to this, I mean, let's look at cases. Are cases different? No, cases are not different. Oh, cases, oh, look Josh. At that rise. Up to 80, up. Was that 82? They've got, yeah, oh, wait. 82. That's, wait, but it said zero new cases on August 1st. Yeah. So if it, you go it's today, glitching out. yesterday. It's glitching out. It's glitching out. It has to be. But it's still just over 50. But there's not no deaths because there were a couple deaths. But they're, they're not, people aren't dying in this county. And yet the CDC declares that that's where you don't have rights, which is why it's so crazy for what the CDC say? just to say, like, oh, you're not allowed to rent your apartment anymore. I mean, yeah. this is the lot. This is the kind of logic, the logic that they are that we're working with. It's it's the absence of logic. The Doesn't map matter. is ridiculous. It's just get what they want done as fast as they can do it and be damned at anybody that gets in their way. Let's let's see if we can find another one. Let's go to Tool County, Montana. Out in the middle of Tool County, Montana. Nowhere. Probably beautiful. Middle though. of nowhere. All right. So let's go there. Tool, Tool County, Montana. So what we're Here at. Here we go. Tool County, Montana hasn't uh, had a death since last year. Since since eight, March of 2020. 2020. That's what I'm seeing. It's the last time they have a COVID death on record. But if you go to this map, where's Tool? It's up here. Right here. They say that that is a point of high community transmission. High well, community transmission. They haven't had a death since last March. Well, I mean, what's the population of Tool? I mean, we're talking like 10,000 people, 4,000 people, 150 Oh, no, sorry, people? sorry, sorry. They're, I apologize. Their last death was in April. April of, okay, right this here. year. For whatever so. reason, it's not showing up in this. Oh, this is the seven-day average. All right, so the seven-day average has been zero, but the last death that they had was in April well, hmm. of 2021. I mean, it sounds like fear-mongering. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. everybody in your area would would look at that and just be terrified of what they're seeing. You know what I mean? Let's terrified. Let's do another one. Yeah. Let's do Lamb County, Texas. I'm just, I'm gonna just look at going crazy. A tool. Lamb. Lamb County COVID results. All right, Lamb County is a little bit... Okay, Lamb County, Lamb County, Texas had its last COVID death in May. Tragic. But that is another area that the CDC has listed as high level of community transmission. This isn't... COVID is real. It absolutely mm -hmm. is real. And if absolutely. you are at a high risk, take care of yourself. Do the right. common sense stuff. Wash your in. hands, right? right? Cover your cough. All common sense stuff. But what we're seeing here is devoid of any logic or reason whatsoever. We just we just hit up four or five of these counties. Hey, do you know how many people just, live in Tool County? How many people? 4,892 in 2018. Yeah. You're talking what, about a what, population what, density that... yeah. People are miles apart. Miles. Yeah. The closest when they're at school. Yeah. Yeah. And no one is dying. No, no. One person no. died of COVID re relatively recently. But the, the map makes no sense. Like, wow. <laughs> Kenny says, are, are they all conservative areas? Pretty much plus major metropolitan areas. Yeah. I mean, like New York City, like the suburbs, like the different boroughs of New York City, they're all red. And those are some like of the most New densely populated places in the country in the Northeast. And they're getting less yeah. of a, a transmission rating than other places? That blows my mind. 
Okay, California's let's look at this. There. North, go back to my screen. We're gonna we're gonna get as remote as possible. Yeah, I mean, like this out is in the middle North of Slope Borough, Alaska. Alaska. North Slope Borough. Let's type it into Google. Yeah. North Slope. North Slope Borough had one person die in February, on February sixteenth. They had another person die on January second. Another person December twelfth. Another another person on December fourth. Four people have died in the last give or take ten months. Yeah. And the last death was in February. They and yet th th that is listed as high transmission. Whenever you go indoors, the CDC says you must wear a mask. This isn't real. This CDC guidance is not real. Because you're talking about like, 9,700 people with a, a, a land mass area of 94,000 yeah. square miles. I mean, that is even less than the other yeah. one. These people aren't even near each other, and they're saying the transmission How many, how many total huge. people? 9,792 in the last census for yeah. an area of 94,796 miles squared. So square miles. It's, it, it, that's as north as you can get. As cold as you can get, and there's and that is under CDC lockdown. I'd be shocked if they had a hospital in that town. It's so remote, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, uh, the other end of it is if you are in that remote town and you are elderly, you do have other underlying health conditions. You should really take care to keep yourself safe sure. because you're that far away from the nearest hospital. Not good if you do get sick. But the idea that everyone in this remote area of Alaska has to cover their mouths indoors. Yeah, Ray in D Live says no more Eskimo kisses. Exactly, <laughs> tragic. Can't do that to the Eskimos. But but I mean, this doesn't make sense. We call them. We've just hit now. a bunch of the, and it's very easy to pick out rural areas of the map, where you have a pretty good understanding that there's not a lot of people who live there. Why are they dark red? None of this makes any sense. None of this makes any sense at all. It'd be one thing to say, yeah, L.A. County. Like, okay, you know, L.A. Yeah, County is a very densely dense populated. Area. I can Absolutely. I can understand the logic, but in the middle of nowhere, no. At least they're honest. If you go back to it, at least they're honest. This area of Alaska, the Valdez Cordova, Cordova census area, they're saying no data. So at least they're honest. Yeah, <laughs> at least they're honest that they have no data. I wonder how many people there are like <laughs> screw you and your stupid tests. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'll tell you what though. I'll tell you what though. If you live in that area of Alaska. You're going to want to check to make sure the zip code's covered, but you probably would be an excellent candidate for AirMake Care Network. Again, you're going to want to go there and enter your zip code to make sure it covers you there. I don't know if it covers Alaska, but we're covering a lot of really remote areas of this map. And one thing's clear, if you do suffer a medical emergency, it's going to take a while to get to a hospital, and you're probably going to need to be airlifted. Well, you don't have to worry about that cost with AirMake Care Network. AirMake Care Network, Network will cover your entire household for $85 for one year. Less if you're a senior citizen. It works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. And whether you are in a remote area of the country, you like to go hunting, fishing, um, off-roading, or if you're just in a suburban area. Actually, you'd be surprised how many people are in cities and need to be flown by helicopter to other hospitals just because of the gridlock would make it impossible for them to be taken by ambulance. Well, with Airmate Care Network, Care Network, you don't have to worry about the cost because it is substantial. We're talking upwards of 50 grand in some cases to be airlifted. Again, $85 gets your coverage for your family for one year 
less of your senior, senior citizen, less if you buy three or five year, years at a time. And when you sign up using our link in our pro in our description and you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. Insane. And that was, uh, that was a very easy segue. People were in the comment yes. section wondering when the segue was happening. You can't talk about I, I know people wait remote for areas yeah. suffering hospitalizations and not segue to Air America Care Network. Uh, <laughs> has to happen. Hey, has to happen. So when you have a real pandemic, right, people are usually like dying in the streets. You know, people have died in their homes and no one can go in and get them. I mean, you'd see some serious deaths really, really quick, right? Am, am I wrong in that assessment with the well, pandemic? I so, mean, I mean, yeah. How they so, that? the pandemic. Um, I haven't talked about this in a year. Hmm. Um, what was it? The R value. Was yeah. it the, remember that that old yeah. number that they were talking about? It's like a transmission beginning? level. Yeah, yeah, it's transmission level. Um, you're, and some definitions that the CDC uses something become pandemic level if the deaths exceed like the average deaths you'd expect um so it has to do with with fatality rate has to do with transmission levels um and severity uh, right i mean yeah, yeah i mean covid 19 is not severe in terms of like the bubonic plague right it's it's not that level it's not even close to that to that level um it, it technically qualified as a pandemic because of how transmissible it was and because people were dying from it very, very early on in large numbers. Now, history is going to have to tell whether or not people passed away from it because of the virus, or because of how doctors and hospitals were treating it. I mean, we talked about this early on, and I, I haven't seen a lot of people in the media discussing this, maybe because they don't want to be the ones to blame doctors for this, but the, the protocols surrounding ventilators, I, I think the history will probably show that that killed a lot of people. Yeah. And that the way they were using ventilators probably was, listen, if you need a ventilator, you're you're very far gone. But I, I think there's going to be a lot of people yeah, who, who were killed by the ventilators um, who might have survived COVID with other different um, medications and other treatments. But at the same time, you go to war with the army you have. I'm not, not going to blame doctors right. for doing something. No, not at all. I mean, they go for it's the, very easy to play Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, it's very easy to play Monday morning quarterback a year after the pandemic started. Um, I want to see a study on how many hospitals opened up these um, COVID wings and how much they were actually utilized, right? Because that that's a number the hospitals will have to keep because they have to report yeah. that to the CDC, right? So yeah. I, I want to see the numbers that were opened and then shut down because they didn't have enough people there to justify keeping that portion of the hospital open because you do not want to like tie up beds for yeah. these potential pandemic people putting the rest of your population at risk for the normal day-to-day, -day, yeah. you know, everyday heart attacks, everyday yeah. well, flu. All that's that going to be so, available because they accepted public dollars. Right. So, so the, all that should be made available. Well, will we see the actual numbers? I mean, will we see something yeah. that is actually, you know, the real numbers? And I, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna make it, my hypothesis is that we're going to see that more than half of those facilities that opened were underutilized to the point where they just had to start putting regular people back in there. Yeah. Oh, so we, we, we got a little distracted, but if you go back yeah. to my screen, the main reason I put this up was the idea of factions. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this is what this is what factionalization looks like. If you, the government, want to tell people that is one America and another America, this is what Anthony Fauci's There's Two Americas looks like. We can follow the line. It's this is one America up here. 
-hmm. and everyone else is bad. And it gets even worse than that. Yeah, because now you have Joe Biden demonizing and vilifying unvaccinated Americans as if that's just an okay thing to do, as if it's his it's as if it's any of his business what medical care someone opts or opts not to get. We're seeing a big push to blame the unvaccinated. And when there's pushback to new regulations, what we're hearing from the Biden administration is, is, listen, we didn't do this to you. Your unvaccinated neighbors did this to you. So where are the conspiracy theories? Everyone else is responsible for their gun crime. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Indiana's fault. It's not Illinois. Mm -hmm. It's Indiana. So what's coming if the lockdown that we're hearing about on social media, if it comes, what will shortly follow is an attempt to shift blame away from, oh, it wasn't Biden locking people down. It was those damn unvaccinated Some Americans. Yeah. They're to blame. They're to blame. So instead of everyone rallying against government, neighbor will turn against neighbor and say, hey, I did my part. I got vaccinated. You Why didn't, didn't get vaccinated. You? Why you didn't selfish. you do it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they want. And that is what the founders were so terrified when it came to factions, right? Because they've you seen it happen before. Fa- yeah. When you can use factions to drive people towards a, a predictable political end, it, it can it can be very dangerous Absolutely. for a country. So what we're going to see over the next couple months is whether the United States, as envisioned by the founders, can survive factional fractionalization. That's a lot of different words. The factions... And then they are fractionalizing. They're cutting it up, right? Mm-hmm. Whether the country can survive, whether this experiment that they envisioned 200 and some, uh, 240 some odd years ago, whether it can survive the masters of the universe <laughs> designing a way to, uh, to defeat it. There, there will be some indicators as to whether that's succeeding, right? Because if your local stores start having different shopping times for vaccinated versus unvaccinated, that's a signal. Right. If you've got places that say your kids can or cannot attend based on that, that's another sign. If gas stations will only allow people to look for that stuff. It sounds crazy now, but this is what we've done. Gas stations would be weird because gas stations are outside. But that would be about weather, right? That would be something indicating that that is starting to happen, which you don't want to be in a place where you can tell people when they can and cannot shop, where they can and cannot travel because it, people won't be fighting a federal government in a revolution. Mm -hmm. They'll be too busy fighting each other. Yeah. And the reason that these factions become so scary is because the government does not have the power to tell businesses you're not allowed to serve someone based on their medical history, right? It's very dubious whether the federal government can just say to gas stations, you must block sales to unvaccinated Americans. But when you can create the narrative that it's, oh, it's not the government. We're just recommending it. Mm-hmm. And all these businesses just take it upon themselves to do it. What you're left with is is not all that different than what a federal mandate would look like, right? Vaccine passports, when they happen, which they will happen, they will put that out. They, they will yes, not they will. lose the ability to track your movement. They will not, like the old Democrat uh, motto, never let a good crisis go to waste. They want to be able to track your movement. They want to be able to force you to show papers. They will not give that up. When that happens, though, it will not be the government imposing it. It will be airlines. Businesses all the way. It will be businesses. Your bank. Like, yeah, the government won't force you to do it. The, like the, uh, the, the FAA won't force it, but every airline will do it. And you won't be able to fly across the country. All of the bus lines will do it. 
you will not be able to get on a bus across the country. Amtrak will do it. And that, that'll be one where it's, there's going to be a big fight because it's yeah. a government entity. But Amtrak will do it. I mean, you're already seeing this in other countries that they're doing this. So the vaccine passports will not come in. It will not be the government's boot on your neck first. Put it that way. Yes, it's always something else. It, it, will, it will be business. It will be states. It will be localities. Because while the, while, while the Ninth and 10th Amendments say that any power not um, vested with the government are arrested with the people, people or the states, right? There are a lot of states that truly believe they have the power to force you to get vaccinated. Massachusetts, to this day, believes that they have the right to force vaccinations. And there was a Supreme Court case came to smallpox years and years and years ago. Supreme Court upheld Massachusetts's law requiring vaccinations of all people. So that is on the books in Massachusetts. Most states do not have those laws on the books because they understand, hey, we don't want to just be shoving needles into people's arms. They get that. They're a minority of states, though, still contend that they have the right to do it. So that's the other boogeyman here. Even if the federal government doesn't, just because the power is not vested with the federal government does not mean that it does not rest with the states. So there's going to be states. We see that in North Carolina. North Carolina has a blue governor for the first time in forever. North Carolina is participating in Joe Biden's door-to-door vaccination push. They were one of the first to start. Yeah, one of the first one to start. One of the first to start. How they- do you knock on doors to check to give offer the vaccine to the unvaccinated if you do not already know who is unvaccinated? unvaccinated? Yeah. And it won't be papers in your pocket you'll have to produce. They'll just say, hey, let me see your app. Because yeah. the app's the easiest way to track you and all of your movements and whether you have the vaccination or not. So yeah. I wonder if there's going to be a national app created by the CDC that says you have yeah. to put your information in. Give us your data and, that's and let what's us so follow. Crazy, right? Like, oh, voter IDs unconstitutional because it costs $8 to get an ID. But you or have it costs to have, $12 yeah, the to vax. get your birth certificate. But you must have a, a mobile phone. <laughs> yeah. Which is extraordinarily expensive, right? I mean, just yeah. to run. Yeah. Either and way. you know that it's only that these apps are only going to be good on like on like iOS one level and up, right? They're going to yeah. phase out older phones. They're, oh, they're gonna say you have to have a brand new phone. Right. It's it's obvious. So yeah, the, the the first boot on your neck will not be the government's. It will be big business. It will be um, states, localities. Right. Um, and, we and heard after- that from De Blasio. And after that, after it's the businesses, right, it's going to be then local government and government jobs. Because yeah. in order to work for a government entity, you will have to be vaccinated. If you refuse, they'll just let you go. Uh, if you yeah. want any sort of uh, international travel to on top of that, you'll have to have that vax pass. I mean, how long is it before a state requires that you be vaccinated and that your travel from state to state is hindered at that point? You know, I, let's say hypothetically, Wyoming says, Colorado, you, you guys can't come in unless you're vaccinated. And if you get pulled over and you can't produce a vax card or an app, what are they going to do? Find me, put me in jail, make an arrest. I mean, it'll just come down to whatever the governing body of that local municipality will think. And they'll be giving the government power over your ability to travel and every, Oh, you get me all fired up here because I mean, these are like, and and you talk, you talk about, yeah, yeah, yeah. you talk about government um, employees and stuff. You know, I put up my screen. This is a relative, it's a little old. It's it's about 10 years old, but it tends to be about the same. And you can see that over the years. You're talking about 15% of yeah. between 10 and 15, right? Country. Every 10 years yeah, or so. Between 10 and 15% of the country will be forced to get the vaccine yeah. because they work in state, local, or federal government, or they're a contractor 
I mean, this is this is the crazy part. It's factions. They the government's goal, the government's goal is to divide the American people so much that when it finally comes time to fight back against tyranny, we are aiming our guns at each other and not the government. Yeah. Right. Easy it's sweet. much easier to conquer a divided people. <clears throat> so they're they're creating the factions. The unvaccinated. Have them fight each yeah. other. Hundred percent. Drive a wedge masks. in between everybody. No masks. Vaccinated, no vaccinated. I mean, how long Republican, before they force Democrat. police officers to have to be vaccinated? Because you are in the public eye. You're around all these people. Yeah. You, could be, you could be around kids. You better be vaccinated. Well, if you're it's not, already happened. Oh, yeah, uh, it's already happened in a, lot, in a lot of areas. In a lot of um, larger cities with municipalities. I don't think they've done that here in Colorado yet. But yeah, we, we, are, yeah. we have a Democrat House, Senate and governor so you can imagine that when they want to do something it just happens quickly but the difference there is there you're going to come up against unions because it's not it's not that easy this is like the double-edged sword of mm. leftism um we're already seeing unions pushing back against vaccine mandates and saying okay well let, let's get to the bargaining table yeah you you want you want federal government um you uh, employees to get vaccinated well that, that we're gonna have to negotiate that yeah and we got a negotiation with Yeah, put them. Oh, I hate this ad. Yeah. I, I've been seeing it so much. Biden is on a roll. Yeah, okay. Biden yeah. hits resistance from unions on vaccine requirement. And it makes complete sense. You've empowered these unions to have collective bargaining rights to bargain on behalf of all these federal employees. You've said that this is a great part of democracy, right? It is a great part of our country. Well, you can't just change the contract. No, you can't have a collectively bargained contract and then have one party say, "Okay, we're changing the terms." No, that's not how it works. So, I mean, that's one of the benefits I think we're going to see from unions, if there are any. the The one silver lining out of all of this yeah. is that's going to be probably the most successful pushback against Joe Biden's vaccine mandate in the federal government. Which is a crazy thought. The, the idea that the unions would be the line that or the the people that draw the line in the sand, right? Because unions had always yeah. always been in the back pockets of Democrats since the fifties, maybe even earlier. Yeah. So it's like that'd be interesting. I'd be can't wait for that fight to happen. Of course, it, once they're on board and they start the contract, though, they're on board. Well, I I don't I don't think they're against it from philosophical. I I think that they're saying if you want to inject our members with something in their arm, you need to pay them. Right. I mean that yeah, that's we what need, they're we need to get for. The, the, the cash. Yeah, they're looking for a little bit more cash. Um, so they're not necessarily an ideological ally, but it's still interesting that that's probably going to be the, the biggest, uh, speed bump in this plan, which is crazy. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Joe has apparently been going on Instagram on, he's been going live while, ha have you been watching of that? Has Joe no, been man, going live I, or I, just I, people I, referring to yesterday? Me? No, I'm just looking at the comments and pressing the buttons to make sure it all happens waiting for the phone to ring so i had seen he'd been yeah. doing a lot of stuff and i'm not going to disclose where he's, he's at he's been going live yeah he he's in he's in a different state right now um but he's been going live the last day lots of things have been going on with him um i i it's the stories that have been uncovered though it's it's pretty interesting showing a lot of people at the at the center of the different election decisions in colorado all partying at Allegedly, at mm. Eric Coomer's backyard for a barbecue, um, which is crazy. Or if they're at Obama's place. Yeah, um, let's cover this. I'm no expert in this, so I'm gonna 
talk about this with a healthy dose of allegedly. Go to my screen. This yes, is from the, the Gateway Pundit. All of these, all of these, this whole cast of characters, Joe has been mentioning them for months. Um, Jennifer Morrell from the Elections Group turned up in several states, now seen parting with Dominion Executive Eric Coomer, Colorado Democrats, and election officials. So this is what the, the Gateway Pundit broke. This way he was uh, he was live streaming about. Pontificating about, um, yeah. I don't know all about these people. I know I've, he's mentioned them a lot, that they're the people at the heart of all this. But this is uh, the big one, parting allegedly at Eric Coomer's house. So I, I don't know if that is in itself a crime, but it definitely speaks to a certain level of collusion if the Secretary of State is at Eric Coomer's house. Um, Terrifying. I mean, if it's if it's real, that's really if, kind if of it's a, true. Um, yeah, that's scary. You know, it feels like a uh, yeah. If it's true, if if, mm-hmm. if if all of this is true, but it speaks to it speaks to a conflict of interest that Joe has been talking about for a while, and it, it's one that I've gently push back and say hey just because someone's a democrat doesn't mean that anyone they appoint automatically shouldn't be able to hear a case or anything um but this if, if this is all accurate and this is all true and that is actually eric coomer's backyard and this cast of characters were all there partying it does it does lend credence to the notion that th- there is something going on here i you know, we got to be very careful what we say, but that is, yeah, yeah. if it's real, allegedly, if that's happening, then man, that, talk about a conflict of interest that just stinks. I mean, that would be. Well, yeah, well, well, what we've heard from for so long is that, oh, Dominion is just a vendor. It's just well, a vendor. They have a contract. They're they providing don't act service. like a vendor. They don't act like yeah. a vendor. They're in charge of voting. Yeah. The voting if process this is accurate. And the people who are approving the contracts and things like that are partying with the vendors. It just, it's too much at the very least. It it demands recusal, not because recusal is required and not because that there's any concrete proof of criminal wrongdoing or anything, but you should always recuse yourself if there's even the appearance of corruption, right? Even the appearance of impropriety is supposed to be enough to, to warrant recusal. Unfortunately, there's a there's a great appearance of impropriety through all of this right now, and uh, and I, I don't see a whole lot of recusals coming down. Man, it that's that one really. I mean, if it's true, it's really kind of grating. It's abrasive that whole thing. I mean, if they're going to throw a party, what else have they done then? You know, has there yeah. been any like vacations or gifts or? You know, just using somebody's car or their house for a weekend. I mean, if people start digging for that, when is that going to show up? Yeah. And would they report yeah. it? Would we ever know? JCMC says, if you got to be careful on what you say, then you're not truly free. Um, we wouldn't be talking about this if we weren't free. Free, yeah. Um, we're talking about this in a way to make sure we understand that these pictures are relatively new. Uh-huh. And obviously, Joe is the expert on who all these people are. Just pointing out that the character the cast of characters he's been talking about for months are now pictured apparently just parting with Eric Coomer. Hmm. 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 We'll have to see. We'll have to see if that proves true. It, listen, technology is in a place where it's very easy to forge things. Very so deep fakes we're, we're, real. We have to 
Yeah, we're at the. I'm gonna I'm a defer to, to the other people who know more about this, decide whether it's true or fake or whatnot. Um, but this is this is not a good headline. If no. if, if you're in the camp arguing that there's nothing to see here, these are not good headlines at all. Um, so before we go, I mentioned that technology is in a way that it can forge photographs. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen this person does not exist? Uh, which one? I'm going to your screen. No, I haven't seen that one. But it so looks this like a combination of people. Right here. Does not exist. This human being never existed on Earth. What wow. this is, is this is a computer program with a bunch of graphics cards creating a person in photorealistic quality. That person does not exist. You know who also doesn't exist? This person has <laughs> never funny. existed before. Well, it doesn't take much for so, them to also make uh, deep fake audio now, right? Because even the, uh, the yeah, programs that do the talking yeah, are so good that yeah. my job as a voiceover artist is almost doomed, right? Because if a computer yeah. can do what I do, it can do it in any voice, any way, any inflection. Yeah. This person doesn't exist. This person never existed. And it's a crazy and th this photo. Is literally, it's literally called thispersondoesnotexist.com. That is Scary. terrifying. And, and what's terrifying about this is that people can use this for catfish accounts. So usually if, if people were pretending to be other person, other people, you could find their pictures, do a reverse image search and figure out, the, oh, you're stealing someone else's identity. Yeah. But now it's possible to actually have a computer create new images of humans that have never existed and have you take on that person's identity. It's a uh, guy in a Buffalo says weird because he slept with her yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> guy in a Buffalo is pretty funny. I'm going back to that. People <laughs> got to see those. I mean, that's just crazy. Oh, right? I, I already changed it. I was hitting refresh. Yeah. I can't even get back. I can't even get back because that person does not exist. That's crazy. That's yeah. terrifying stuff. I'm just yeah. waiting for um, the Project Blue Beam stuff to start working here and then start having UFOs in the sky that are holograms. And they start talking just from the yeah. sky. You guys think I'm crazy, but wait until that happens. Wait until there's this universal worldwide enemy that the whole world has yeah. to come under and start fighting and... Make sure you have your vaccine when that happens because, anyway, I know I'm paranoid. I don't care. Yeah. Like, look at, go real, real quick before I end. Look at this one. This oh, guy, the computer generated the beard. Yeah, and, and it's it looks good. so real. It's not, and this it's, is yeah. great. And, you know, it would take us hundreds, maybe thousands of man hours to do that yeah. digitally by hand. And the computer can crank yeah. it out in yeah. fractions of a second. And, and you know what's crazy? You know how hard it is for a human being to draw something photorealistic. Lots of people can do it. Lots oh, yeah, of people can yeah. have photorealistic drawings, but they Small tend to use of the population. Yeah, they they tend to use some kind of reference image. Yes, absolutely. You know how Themselves hard it is or someone to create else. a photo. Yeah, a photorealistic image drawn by hand with no reference, just creating it. It's next to impossible. Right. It's like an AI just sits there, searches through all these pictures, yeah. and gets this this palette to start putting stuff together. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's making crazy, it real time stuff. when you hit refresh. Is that true, or are these already been generated? Yeah, you, you, no, you hit refresh and it creates a new one. The, uh, wow, wow. The imperfections are what gets me too. Like yes. it created this little, this right. little blackhead or whatever that is. The it created teeth. an imperfection. The teeth are the things yeah. that get me right because sometimes they're crooked and they're still, you know, they look like yeah. they're moist, just yeah. like a normal tooth would. Look at the eye. I mean, yeah, it's just crazy. Well, I'm like, terrified. It's even able to create bad images. <laughs> like yeah. That, like that, she's not ugly, but that's not the most flattering picture of this non-existent right. person. 
Right. Right? You can call her ugly because she's not real. You're not insulting anybody. I mean, that... A graduation picture? Yeah. It's invented a graduate. I'm out. I'm out. They're too real. They're too real. That one really scares me. And yeah. then if you've got the image, then you could create a deep fake video on anybody. You could put anybody yeah. in any situation. Once you have that image, well, you need a little bit more than that, but you could do it. You could do it. I was going to say. Usually deep fakes need, need a couple of different angles. Yeah, yeah. But if they get it, I mean, if you could tell the computer, I think they could do it. I think they could pull it off. It would probably yeah. be on a level of state-sponsored sort of funding, but you never know. This could be done in yeah. some hacker's yeah. basement. Listen, you know, if, if it's available for free on the internet, then <laughs> it can be done for a Absolutely. lot of money somewhere secret. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Josh, for sitting in today. Well, um, I tried my best. A little, I mean, a little bit less of, of a, is always better. unorthodox second hour. I will note, everyone didn't want to talk about the Olympics, and then when we opened the phone lines, did anyone call? No, because I would have disappeared and gone into that. So, I, I will say, and I usually I'm get trolls. For, I usually get three or four trolls yeah. that are like, I'm going to come down there and... Yeah. yeah. I'm all, I'm all for, hey, we don't want to talk about this. Okay. But if we don't talk about it, we open the phone lines, got to call in. You got to call in. Got to call in. <laughs> I mean, I'm never busy. Well, I hardly Colorado do anything Mom at work she, anyway. Yeah. Colorado Mom says she loved the second hour. Thank you, Colorado Mom. Oh, Appreciate Colorado it. Mom's we start off, we love her. start off with a with a man competing in women's sports, and we ended up with deep, deep fake technology. Yeah, so. aliens and all kinds <laughs> of other stuff. Rabbit. So I always told yeah. you, whenever I get on there, it goes there. <laughs> oh, my next thing. Is but it really find, is scary. Uh, it, it, yeah. the, the faction stuff really is scary. We have to worry about it because they're not doing this just for their health. They're pitting us against one another because they have an end game in mind. Absolutely. And trust me, that end game is not giving you more rights, <laughs> giving you no, more liberties, making you more free. It's never that way. Away. Yeah. Well, thank you, Josh, for, for stepping in. I, I really do appreciate it. That's no going to be it for this edition help. of the podcast. This is going to be that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, sign up for the audio version. It's free. It's easy. Links are also in the description, so you don't have to search that hard. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, all great places. If you have an iPhone, iPad, MacBook, go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Last couple five-star reviews, people said they hate me. That's okay. If you're going to give me a five-star review and say you hate me, I'm okay with that. <laughs> don't take anything personally as long as it's a five-star review so go over there leave us that five-star review and if you have choice comments for me go ahead i can take it i got thick thick skin but you also download any of the other places links are all in the description we go live monday through friday 2 p.m eastern all those links are in the description as well facebook dlive twitch conservative-daily.com and clout hub now so check all of them out. And as we saw today, Facebook went down for a copyright issue, which really wasn't. It was fair use, but they still took us down anyway. More of a reason for you to uh, bookmark all the different locations. So if you get taken down off of one, we have redundancy. You can find us in other places. And that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Thank you again to Josh for stepping in. Joe is out. So I'm just going to say my name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, fight to take back our country isn't over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.